the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the program, and you are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests, and just seeking God's presence. Oh, yes, we seek God's presence. We seek Him. We seek Him. Would you help me right now as we open this program, that we would open it with prayer and seek God? Let's seek the Lord together. Just wherever you are right now, take a minute, calm your heart, clear your mind, and if you're not driving, close your eyes and just seek the Lord for this next hour. Father, we thank you, Moldad. We thank you and we praise you. And we give you, Father, all the honor, all the glory that you deserve for you. There is no one like you, Lord. There's no one like you because... No one else could have saved us from our sins. Nobody else could have, could, have, could have done for us what you did, Lord. You opened the road, the way to heaven. You, you blessed us in allowing us to come into your presence, to be a part of your kingdom, to become a part of your family. I thank you, Lord, for we are called children of God. We are called children of the living God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that each and every listener tonight would find a blessing in your presence, that there would be blessings and healings, Lord, that there would be salvation, that there would be an outpouring of your Spirit for this next hour, Lord, that we would see, feel, and know what it means to be in your presence. I thank you and I praise you, Lord. Bless this hour. Bless every listener, Lord. And do, Holy Spirit, do as you desire. Let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. Again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host. I'm Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for this next hour, taking your calls and talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, whatever's going on in your life, in a friend's life, in a family member's life that you know needs the touch of God, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Five 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 two for the live on the air calls. Yes, we're here in studio. If you pick up that phone and you call eight 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 nine nine five 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 two, you will talk to a live person. 
There's somebody at the end of that phone that will take your call, put you on hold, and let me know that you're on, on, on hold, and we will talk, and we will pray, and we will seek the Lord together tonight for whatever is going on in your life. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, and I think we all know somebody who can use a little prayer. We all know somebody who can use a tremendously great blessing from a tremendously great and awesome God. So whoever the Lord is putting on your heart right now, whoever the Holy Spirit is just reminding you of right now, call in tonight and let's pray. The number is 888-995-5552. Look what the the Word of God says in Psalms 37. It says, Do not fret because of evildoers. Do not be envious toward wrongdoers. For they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Here's where I want to get to. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do it. Can you commit your way to the Lord right now? Can you trust in him? Can you trust in him so much that you'll pick up the phone and you'll call 888-995-5552 so that we can pray? Will you trust God enough to pick up the phone, call and ask for prayer? Yes, we can pray and we can seek the Lord for whatever's going on in your life, for whatever need there is in your life. And, And also I encourage you to stand in the gap for somebody else. I have a prayer list right in front of me and we're going to pray for some people right now. But if you need to pray for somebody, if you have a family member, somebody you want to pray for, a friend, whoever, let's stand in the gap together for that person. They're not praying for themselves. They don't, they're not calling upon the name of God. Let's us, me and you, let's call upon the name of the Lord together for those people who need prayer. The number is 888-995-5552. How about your Bible questions? If you have a Bible question, uh, a Bible a topic, something you need to talk about, something you want to just uh, understand a little more about. So whatever your Bible question is tonight, whether it's on Christianity, uh, world religions, uh, the cults like the Mormons or the Jehovah Witnesses or United Pentecostals, whatever is your question tonight, doctrine, theology, whatever is your question, let's seek the Word of God for the answer to your question. The, uh, The number is 995 I'm sorry, 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We want to get to our prayer requests. We got Gussie, who's up in, uh, up in the Bay Area. Gussie Nardo uh, needs prayer. We want to pray for Lonnie and Nancy. Nancy has cancer, and we want to pray that uh, the Lord would heal her from cancer. We want to pray for Eric Midlow, Minnie Mitchell, Frankie Longos, we want to pray for Monica and also for Tony for healing from diabetes, Fernando and Alex. Father, we just come before you, Lord, and we pray for these prayer, for these prayer needs, Lord, these needs, the healing. We pray, Lord, for, the, for, 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 for Jeremiah and his mom, Lord, for what's needed in their life. We pray for all of these needs, Father. Every, mention, every name that's mentioned, Lord, is a life that is devoted to you, that's, that 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 that. that that's depending on you, Lord, because they ask for prayer. They're depending on you, Father, 
for the answer to their needs, for the healing of their bodies, for the, for the sustenance of, this, of, of what you can give them, Lord. I just pray, Lord, for each and every need, each and every desire. I pray for healing from cancer and diabetes and all sicknesses and diseases, Lord. I pray, Lord, for, for, for prosperity, Lord, that you would prosper your people, that you would give for all the needs, that whatever is needed, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We also want to thank the Lord. I want to thank the Lord tonight for two little babies, uh, Cooper and Carter. They're twins, and they were born uh, this week, the 25th of June, to my niece and my nephew, to Frankie and Ava. And we just thank the Lord that these, these, these beautiful children were born healthy, and they were brought home today from the hospital, and we just give the Lord all the thanks for, for these two beautiful children. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. And we pray, Father, that you would bless Cooper and Carter. Father, that you would bring them up, Father, in health and in joy and in happiness, Lord, that they would come to know you, Lord, as their Lord and Savior. Father, that you would make your presence known in that house, Lord, that you would make your presence known, Father, through Ava and Frankie, that they would teach them your ways, Lord, and that they would grow up knowing the love and grace and mercy of an awesome and mighty God. Father, just bless them in every way, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we we rejoice in all of God's blessings, and I want to rejoice with you in God's blessings. So if you have a testimony or a praise report, and if the Lord has blessed you in any way, uh, we want to hear about it. So again, for your questions, your prayer requests, your praise reports, topics, whatever's on your mind, call in tonight to the radio. It's 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We've got some announcements that uh, I'll remind you of in a little while. But we want to get to the phone calls. Uh, We've got some phone calls. We've we've got a few lines open, but uh, there's some people waiting, and I don't want to keep people waiting too long. So let's go to our first caller and talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Tonight I want prayer for my son, John. He seems uh, last couple days rather depressed, but I would like to an opening to that I would be able to uh, talk to him and be sure of his salvation. Oh, Father, we just pray for John right now, Lord. Father, we pray against the spirit of depression. We we pray against whatever circumstance or situation is causing his depression, Lord. Lord, we come against powers and principalities, and we come against situations and circumstances through the power of an awesome and mighty God. Father, you are able to touch John. You are able to intercede for, in, uh, for in, in whatever's going on in his life, Lord. I pray, Father, that he would know the love, the grace, the mercy of an awesome and mighty God who gave his only begotten son so that John might enjoy the presence of of a holy God in his life, that John would live in eternity in your presence, Lord. You did that, Father. And I pray, Lord, that somehow, some way, Lord, through the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would reveal yourself to him, Lord, and that he would know you. So, Father, I pray for joy in his life to take the place of depression. I pray for joy, Lord, to fill his heart and his mind, for your thoughts and your ways to be in his heart and in his mind, in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray, Lord, for Elizabeth, Father, that you would make a way for her, Lord, to reach her son, Lord, that you would use her, Father, in through the power of the Holy Spirit, to speak words of encouragement, 
to speak words, Father, of peace and grace upon him, Lord, that she would just love him through the love of, uh, of, of Jesus. And we pray that in his name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Well, God bless you, Elizabeth. Thank you. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, Sammy. First Hi. of all, I just want to say congratulations for your uh, new twin nephews. Yes, uh, a niece and a nephew. Niece yeah. and a nephew. That's yeah. awesome. Yes, it is. Thank you. Um, well, um, I wanted prayer because um, I want, I've want. i been married 28 years. Mm-hmm. I want to be the husband that the Bible teaches that I am to be in mm-hmm. all areas. However, I don't really feel my wife is really doing her part. She's not really walking with the Lord now. She's just turned inward. She's just dealing with a lot of emotional issues, mm-hmm. and she refuses to seek help. She's in denial, and I feel like I'm kind of carrying the burden of this marriage all on my shoulders. And I'm glad that you read that scripture in Psalms, because that's just precisely what I wanted to hear, because that's what I want to do, which is put this whole thing, rest rest this whole thing with God, Mm -hmm. and delight in Him, and just let Him do what he's got to do, what I needed, get help with what I need to get help with, yeah. and being the husband that I need to be. And how long, you said, how long have you been married, Dave? Almost 28. Almost 28 years, wow. Yes. Well, congratulations for Thank you. for the commitment that you've, that you've had for 28 years. Thank you. Um, and we're going to pray right now. Father, okay. Father, I thank you, Lord, for Dave's commitment yes. to his wife, to his marriage, but most of all, his commitment, Lord, to you and his desire Father, to be the husband that you've called him to be. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen him, that you would give him the power of the Holy Spirit, and that you would give him wisdom, Lord. Father, to to know how to live in obedience to you, to have the strength to live in obedience to you, and, Father, to have the the strength to be the servant of his wife, to be the husband of his wife. Father, that he would be the example to her that she needs to see, that he would show the, that he would be able to show the love of Christ, that he would be able to share the love of Christ, not with words that he speaks, but in the life that he lives. Father, that he would be the example and that you would use him, Lord, to reach this woman. Father, that she, that her eyes would be opened, Father, to the need in her life, that you're the one who can fill that place in her soul, that you're the one, Lord, that can fill that hole in her heart. Whatever she needs, Lord, Lord, whatever it is that she needs, the answer is Jesus. Whatever she thinks she needs or whatever she thinks she's longing for, the true answer is you, Lord. You fill that hole in all of our hearts. You fill that place in our soul that only you can, Lord, and you bring the joy and the fulfillment to our life. So, Father, I pray that you would fulfill this marriage that you would fill this marriage, Lord, with your presence, with your joy, Lord, with your grace and with your mercy. And I pray, Lord, that, that Dave would seek you out as he is right now, Lord, and that his wife would seek you out, Lord, that you would open her eyes and that she would no longer be in denial, but that she would be submissive, humbly submissive to the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray for this marriage, Lord, 
that it would be strengthened, that it, that it would endure, Father, and that it would that it would flourish. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Sammy. Well, God bless you, Dave. And you know, you know, Dave. Um, I, I hear in your voice in your that, that you want to be the 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 husband, the mate that that, that called you to be. Yes. And and all you can do, all you can do is keep your side of the street clean. Okay. Live I the like life. That. Live the life that God has called you to live, and let that serve as an example to your wife. And you know, think of her. You know, you 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 know, serve your wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Serve your wife. You know, women. Uh, you know, they're encouraged by by the things you do. It's yes. not the words you say. It's the life you live and the things you do that that will that will encourage her. You know, and. I, and keep praying for her, that she would seek out God and that she would seek help, because there is wisdom in the counsel of many. I would, I would, you know, I'd love to hear that you're, you know, that you see a Christian counselor, mm-hmm. and that there would be, you know, work, you know, do the work. Yes. You know, do yes. the work. Yes. Okay, Dave. Thank you for those words of wisdom. I, I would definitely take them to heart, Sammy. God bless you, my friend. God bless you too. Bye bye. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if there's something in your life that you need to pray about, if there's something in your life that that, that, that you just need an answer for, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, your questions about the Bible, Christianity, whatever's on your mind tonight. Call in tonight. We have a prayer request I see up on the board. Uh, prayer for Nancy, for Teddy, for Roxanne, and uh, Raquel. So we're just going to pray. Lord, we pray for Nancy and Teddy and Roxanne and Raquel. Father, I don't know what the needs are, but you do, Lord. You know every need. You know every situation, every circumstance, Lord. For wh- Whether it be a spiritual need, a physical need, a financial need, Father, I just pray for these precious souls, Lord, that you would bless them, that you would just pour out a blessing upon them, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So again, this is a live program. Call in tonight. Trust in the Lord. Commit yourself to, to, to his way, and he will do it. I read the scripture earlier. Delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. If you believe that God can do it, if you believe that he will do it, pick up the phone, call in tonight, and ask for prayer. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on air calls. Let's go right to the phones and talk to Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. I I called in about... One thing that I, if you'll let me, I'll have prayer for this desperate man at church. And what do you want to say first? The first one is about our president is now talking to Kim Young Jun or whatever. Uh-huh. They're having a friendly meeting. I, I would like to have God's presence in, in, in his meeting and protection like the angels just surrounding. Amen. Well, Father, we pray for our president. We pray for President Trump, Lord. Father, that you would give him wisdom, 
that you would inspire him, that you would lead him by the power of your Holy Spirit, Father. Tell Lord, as he meets with this uh, North Korean leader, Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would be there and that you would surround him, Father, with your angels, protect him, and lead him in your wisdom. We also pray for this man at church, Lord, that uh, that Gretchen is, is, is compelled to pray for. We just pray for this man, Lord, that you would do a work in his life and that you would just bless him, Lord, and that whatever's going on, Father, that you would be in charge of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I, I shared Psalm 37. With, it changed my life when I did commit my way. I said, you can have it. And then the Holy Spirit gave me appointments. Amen. And it's well, been great walking with the Lord and serving Him that way. Amen. It's powerful. The Word of God is powerful. The Psalms are powerful. Every part of the Word of God has power because it's from a powerful and awesome God. Thank you for your call, Gretchen. Yes. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? All right. Uh, I had a question. Um, I had I was with a friend of mine this afternoon, and he's a believer, and he believes in post-tribulation. You know, he believes that the, the believers are going to go through the tribulation. Right. And then, and you know, because they believe that. What scripture backs that up? Oh, there, there. You know, I can't say that that there is a scripture that backs up a post-tribulation uh, rapture. Uh, all the the scripture I'm thinking of is is Second Corinthians four, that talks about a rapture. It says that we will be caught up with him in the clouds, but there's no there, there's no particular scripture that indicates uh, post tribulation mid-tribulation or pre-tribulation but mm-hmm. there you have to but you have to but, but what i look at is what god has done in the past mm-hmm. before god has ever poured out his wrath upon the earth he was always taking his people out think about the flood before he before he sent the flood he told noah to build an ark and he got his people out he took his people out of danger. Okay, he took them out of the flood. Before he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, he took Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you so do you see the pattern here? I believe that before God pours out his wrath upon the earth, as he shows in the in the second part of tribulation, in the, the, the latter part of tribulation, uh before he before he 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 pours his wrath out upon the earth. He will take his church. He will take his people out. Now, also look at Revelation. After, I, what is it? After the, the, the letters to the churches, okay, the seven churches, you never see the church mentioned again in Revelation. You don't see the church anywhere in Revelation as the seals are being opened or as God's wrath is being poured out upon the earth, you don't see the church. You, the church is never mentioned after yeah. the, the first part of Revelation. So there's a good, in, while there is no scriptural base, no scriptural proof, there is scriptural basis for believing in a pre-tribulation or mid-tribulation rapture. There's no reason to believe that God's people will have to endure the seven years of the Antichrist being here on the earth. And most pastors that I know, most churches, most denominations uh, that I know, believe in either a pre-tribulation 
or a mid-tribulation rapture and uh, do not really believe in a post-tribulation rapture. Now, having said all that, none of this is, is, is essential to our salvation. You can be a Christian and believe in either one of these three positions. You understand what I'm saying? There's no reason to separate over a, a belief in a mid-tribulation, pre-tribulation, or post-tribulation rapture. We're all Christians, and whether you doesn't matter where you believe, we're going to be raptured. As long as you believe in a rapture, you know we yeah. can we can all uh, be brothers in the Lord and work side by side to preach the gospel. Right. So how how far would you say we're close to the end time? I say we're closer now than we ever were, Eddie. I'll tell you. you. Look around. Look, just take a look at the world today. You know, we were studying. We were talking about Genesis last night at church. We were in the eleventh yeah. chapter, and uh, it's no better today than than it was back then. The mm-hmm. you know the things that they were doing that caused the flood, the things that they were doing that caused. God to come down and confuse their language in Genesis 11 is being done today. We see it. We see it today. How 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 this world is turning has turned its back on God. How man has turned his back on God to the to the extent that they're murdering babies. They're they're changing the way uh, we we the, the way you're supposed to look about marriage. They're 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 they're, they're totally uh, destroying. Uh, God's blessing. You know, we were talking about uh, the rainbow, how God instituted the rainbow as a covenant between man and God. And now they're using the rainbow for something that he says is an abomination. Right. You see, so you see, we're closer now than we've ever been to the tribulation, yeah. to, the, to, the, to the rapture, I believe. And it could be, and here's another thing. There's no scripture, no prophecy that needs to be fulfilled in order for Jesus to return for the rapture. Everything has been fulfilled. Everything has been everything that God said needed to happen has happened. So there's nothing holding him back. He can come back at any time. He's appointed a time. He knows when he's coming back and he said he'll be back and he will be. He'll he's coming. So we need to be ready as Christians to hear that trumpet and answer the call and be ready to go in the rapture. So so when the trumpet sounds, um, is that like a metaphor, or is that like? Uh, no, I believe I, I believe it's literal. I believe we'll hear the sound of, a, of an actual trumpet. Uh, you know, will the whole will the whole world hear, it or just the believers? That's a good question. I'm not sure if non-believers will hear the trumpet. I think they'll be taken by surprise because uh, Jesus says. Uh, I come as a thief in the night, like a thief in the night. So a thief in the night doesn't uh, announce his coming. If you're, you know, and he says, blessed are those who are anxiously awaiting his return. So those who are anxiously awaiting his return, I believe will hear the trumpet. While I I also think it's a great possibility that those who are are ignorant are are not waiting or have rejected Christ, they won't hear it. I don't. You know, but I can't say for sure. Yeah. yeah. How about the backsliders? Backsliders, uh, you know, there there are some people that say backsliders won't make it. There are some people that say backsliders will make it. Uh, I'm one of those guys that say, thank God for the grace of God, but don't tempt the grace of God. Right. Don't frustrate it. You know what I mean? Don't, you know, yeah. don't, uh, don't frustrate it. Don't, don't tempt the grace of God. The grace of God is not a license for you to sin and do whatever you want. It is the power 
for you to overcome uh-huh. sin and temptation. You know, right. uh, a phrase that I like to use is, grace that does not change you has no power to save you. Mm-hmm. So grace, to, if you're, if you're going to be saved by grace, if you want to claim that you're saved by grace, then you should also be changed by that same grace. Okay. There should be a change right. in your life. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus, and you're not practicing mm-hmm. sin. Those who are, those who practice sin are no, are 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 not those who are saved by grace. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how how was your message? Batteries not included. <laughs> I, 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 well, I I preached it uh, a few weeks ago at the Hills Church, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I I hope it, I hope people were blessed by it. Yeah. All right, Sam. Well, thanks a lot, and have a good day tomorrow. God bless you, Eddie. Good night. Bye. Let's go to our next caller. And if you'd like to call in tonight with your prayer requests, if you'd like to call in with your Bible questions, if you'd like to call in with your Bible topics, whatever you want to talk about tonight, uh, maybe you something's going on uh, in the Christian world that you'd like a better understanding on, whatever, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, we want to we want to be able to just lift your lift your your requests up to the Lord. You know the Bible says, "Be anxious for nothing." Be anxious for nothing. Don't be worrying about everything, but be anxious for nothing. And in all things, through prayer and supplication, with a thankful and grateful heart, let your requests be known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. If you need something changed if you need something to be done in your life call in tonight the number is 888-995-5552 let's go to our next caller i'm not sure how to pronounce this name uh Ara- Aracelli, is that your name it's Araceli. Araceli. <laughs> well god bless you Araceli. how can we pray for you tonight i have a prayer petition i have a well actually it's um, my sister her son is, um, he, he went through a bad situation, a bad patch in his life. He's only 22. Uh-huh. And um, he, they're, they're looking at giving him 17 and a half years in prison. He's truly repented. He's turned his life around. Mm-hmm. He's a non-believer. However, well, I... Well, wait, wait, wait. You, you said something there. He's truly repented and turned his life around, but he's a non-believer. What does that mean? Can you explain that to me? Uh, uh, he knows, he, he acknowledges what he has done is wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, but he, I... So I he's repented He's repented from his crime, but not repented yeah. from his sins yet. <coughs> Amen, brother. Sorry, I have a cough. It's okay. Yes. So, he, and um, we went to court last weekend... They wanted to give him 38 years, and then they reduced it to 20 years, then 17 and a half. Uh-huh. He's truly repented from all the crimes he's committed. He stopped doing everything that he was doing. So he has court August the 3rd, and I want prayer so God can move. What's his first name, Aritel? Francisco. Francisco. Let's pray right now. Yes. Father, yes. we pray for Francisco. Father, I know as as we've been told that he's that he's turned from his ways of crime, 
So I thank you for that, Lord. But I pray for his soul. I pray, Lord, that he would open his eyes and as he has repented from his crime, that he would repent from his sins also, Lord, and that he would receive the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Father, that you would be the Lord and Savior of his life, of his eternal life, Father. So we just pray, Father, Lord, that, that, that you would use the power of the Holy Spirit to touch his heart and to open his eyes and that he would know you, Father. And I pray, Lord, that he would truly be repentant from this crime, this whatever he did, Lord, to cause a judge to want to give him so many years in prison, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you would change his life, that you would change his circumstances, and that he would be blessed, Lord, in the knowledge of who you are and the knowledge of what you're able to do, Father. So we just pray that your perfect will would be accomplished, that your perfect will would be done in Francisco's life. And Lord, I pray for Anicella, Lord. I pray for this cough. I pray for whatever's going on in her physical body, Lord. I just pray your healing upon her, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, sister. God bless you. Thank you so much, brother. It was a blessing to speak to you. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Let's go to Elizabeth on line one. Hi, Elizabeth. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. I I had a question still. Okay. Last week you said you did not, that Joyce Myers didn't preach correctly or with the right doctrine, but I listened to one of her speeches. Mm -hmm. The only thing I could figure is she never mentioned what sinners we are. Right. Or salvation. Mm Mm-hmm. Or to get saved. Right. Well, Joyce... It was all how to be happy. Right. Exactly. Well, in the past, Joyce Meyer has been a part of what's called the the Word Faith uh, Movement or Faith Prosperity Movement. Uh, She has believed in the past uh, that you can speak, and when when you speak the words of faith, faith is a power, uh, a force that can create reality. And I've heard her say that you can speak to your wallet and say, oh, you big fat wallet, you have so much money in you. Uh, you're so full of money. So, And I've actually heard her say that. Now, having said that, this is, has been in the past. Now what I see in Joyce Meyer uh, is not so much an, uh, an overt uh, uh, preaching of fate prosperity, but... But uh, like this, uh, this new thing, like uh, like Joel Olstein and other preachers, it's a feel good kind of message. Feel good about yourself. Uh, Joel Olstein talks about uh, living the best, living your best life now, and I think that's that's that, that's that's pretty uh, pitiful, because if we live our best life now, what's waiting for us in heaven? I always think that our best life is going to be in eternity. Right. You know, so uh, that, you know, well, well, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say don't listen to Joyce Meyer because I've heard some of her preachings and some of her preachings are, 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 are good messages, but they're all going to be that feel good kind of encouragement about yourself kind of stuff. Uh, you don't hear these new, pre- these pre- you don't hear people in this group preaching about sin. You don't hear him preaching about hell. You don't hear him preaching about changing your life. It's all about feeling good about yourself and encouraging yourself and living the best life you can now and having God's blessing. So I kind of think it's a repackaging of uh, 
of the word faith and faith prosperity for a new generation, uh, the, the Generation X, I think uh, they're called today. But, uh, you know... What, I, well, if we have friends, you know, like, that are Christians, we know they are in, from the church, but they regi- religiously listen to her, should we... Should we be sure to point out? I would those? say, I would say, you know, don't just listen to Joyce Meyer. You know what I mean? Don't make her your only uh, uh, way of receiving the Word of God. There are many other great preachers. I would, I would encourage people to listen to Robert Morris. I would encourage people to listen to Greg Laurie and to Robert Jeffers and Tony Evans. Don't let that be. Don't let Joyce Myers be the only person you're hearing preach the Word of God. You know, uh, take take from the take the, from the tree of abundance. We are blessed here at KKLA with so many good teachers. You know, don't just listen to TVN or don't just watch t- TVN because that's where most people see Joyce Meyer on t- TVN or the Hillsong Channel. Uh, you know, there's so many uh, well versed and blessed preachers and pastors here at KKLA uh, on TV. But don't let Joyce Myers be the only person you hear preach God's word. But I wanted to tell them, to tell her, she. Do you ever hear her talk about sin? Right. Or about salvation? Sure. And or you know. About, and you know, you could tell them. You know, Jesus talked more about hell than he talked about heaven. Okay. You know, and we need to. We need to hear. You know, we need to hear the the the. You know, I always say this: if you're in a church. And you're comfortable in your church, you're in the wrong church. Because when you're when you preaching shouldn't shouldn't make you comfortable. The preaching should make you a little uncomfortable. There should always be something in that sermon that you can relate to, that convicts you, and that makes you want to be a better Christian. Yes. You should be at the edge of your seat. So if you're comfortable in your church, you're probably in the wrong church. Okay. You, do, do you get my do you get my drift, Elizabeth? You know, if you're always hearing uh, feel-good kind of sermons and, you know, be better at how you're living kind of sermons, you know, there should also be sermons of how the Spirit wants to change us, how yeah. God wants to change us. Again, grace that does not change you has no power to save you. Yeah. Right. And also, what are you doing and how are you, what are you, wor- where are you working for him? Right. How are you serving God? Right. Okay. Okay, Elizabeth. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Diana. Hi, Diana. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let me put the radio down. Otherwise. Yeah, you need to turn off that radio, Diana. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Uh, uh, good evening. How, how can we help um, you tonight? Yeah, I have a question. Um, <clears throat> my sister is supposed to be help in the church and, and uh, uh, children who need, like, handicap. And, and I have a handicapped daughter, and uh, uh, she hurt my heart. Uh, uh, instead of she, she take care of the family first, that where God say first, uh, put water your tree and after a neighbor, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she, instead of helping me with my daughter, which she right now suffering, and I don't know how to help her, and... and um, uh, I don't understand. She go in church and she she's um, uh, supposed to be help handicapped children, and she don't care about my daughter and my uh-huh. suffer over there. And I don't know how how to uh, explain her. So she's supposed to be 
a religious woman, and uh-huh. uh, I mean, uh, well, she's an evangelist, and she, she's, I'm sorry, but... Well, and, we, um, we trust in the Lord, and you pray for your, you need to pray for your sister, and pray that the Lord will provide for, for your needs and for her needs. So, Father, I just pray for Diana right now, Lord, for her needs and for her children's needs, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would be the sustainer and that you would be the fulfiller of her life and her needs, Father. And I pray for this other woman, Lord, Lord, that you would just work through her, that your desire would be accomplished through her, Lord, and that your perfect will would be done in all of these situations in Jesus' name. In Amen. Jesus' name, thank Amen. you. God. I believe in that. Uh, I read Bible every day, and uh, on my knee I pray, Father, and, and I say, please, Josh, please, uh, my Jesus, come soon. We're Amen. waiting for you. Well, God bless so you. many that... things happen. Yes, the Satan make, uh, mess up everybody's family, you know. And it's very hard to live right yes. now. We suffer. Well, we, 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 live, we live through the power and the grace of Jesus Christ. Thank you for calling, Diana. God bless you, my sister. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to... Let's talk to Barbara. Hi, Barbara. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, hello. Hi. I'm calling... Yes. I have a, a great-grandson. I've never seen him. But I happened to see him um, a few weeks ago on my granddaughter's cell phone. Mm-hmm. And he looked like he was starving. Oh, my. Shut up. I could see his bones. Yeah. Well, well, let's pray for him right now, Barbara. Father, we just pray for this child, this baby, this precious soul, Lord. And I pray, Father, that you would provide for his needs that you would provide, Lord, for the needs of the family, Lord, that there would be nothing keeping these parents, Lord, from feeding this child, Lord, that there would be provision, that there would be food, that there would be sustenance, Lord, that there would be love and grace and mercy. Father, I just pray for this family, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you would reunite this family, Lord, that Barbara would see her great-grandchild, Lord, that she would be able to meet him, and, Father, that you would just do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord, Lord, I just pray, Lord, for this family. I pray for this baby. I pray, Lord, that you would do all that you desire to do to bless these people in Jesus' name. Bless your children. Amen. Amen. I, w- I want to um, report this incident. Uh... Well, what, however the Lord leads you, uh, Barbara, uh, you know, this is if this is something you think you need to take to the to the to the police or to child. Uh, safety. That's 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 your decision to make. I, I, okay. Yes, I feel I should do that. Okay. Okay, God bless. Thank you. God bless you, Barbara. Let's talk to Brock on line one. Hi, Brock. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. What's going on? Hey, it's it's all right. Um, thank you for your ministry. It's always a blessing. Thank you. Um, yeah. No, I was just. I heard a little bit. Um, I came in kind of late today. Uh, I heard a little bit about what you're talking about on the, you know, just um, kind of the the feel good, um, easy believism, you know, right. kind of Christianity that's out there. Uh huh. And you know, I was just trying to um, form this in a way that maybe I, I don't know, just an encouragement. Um, you know, as for for us believers, you know. It's not always what it looks like. You know, we're, we're walking and living by faith, not by sight. And, you know, if we take the teachings of Jesus with, um, you know, Lazarus and the rich man, 
um, you know, it, it's not always, you know, what it seems. So the people in the world that, you know, have it rich and, and good and all that, they have the reward. Now, you know, God can bless whom he's going to bless. He's going to raise up who's, who he's going to raise up. Mm-hmm. But if we're not faithful in the little things, right, God's called us with what we do have mm-hmm. and faithfulness in that. So if we don't, you know, if we're, we're not going to be faithful in that, then, you know, it, it kind of makes sense. You know, we're, we're not really going to have even more responsibility that we can't handle, you know, as far as monetary. But, you know, the people who are, um, you know, there, there are Christians who are, are blessed, but they, they understand the, the purpose of God and, and they generously give, you know, to that purpose and to that end. Um, but the other thing is just, you know, like, as far as believers go, you know, blessed are, you know, kind of the poor, yeah, in spirit, but also, you know, like, people who don't have a lot, they, they're rich in faith. You know what I mean? That God's yep. going to provide all their needs. And so we, we have all the spiritual blessings in Christ, and all the promises in Him are yes and amen. Amen. So, right. you know, when we, you know, kind of just reform our thinking a little bit, you know, we're transformed, and, we're, you know, we, we set our eyes and our think, mind on things above, you know, and, and our treasures up in heaven, mm-hmm. then, then our life down here, you know, it, it seems like, wow, you know, like, how am I going to, you know, go about the Lord's work, you know, and how is he going to provide and how is he going to move today? You know, then, then we're able to kind of, um, you know, get a fresh perspective on God and we're not, we're not focused and, and locked into our situation or our circumstances because we serve the God, you know, whom anything is possible. And, and, you know, he, he can do, you know, anything, right. And it's according to his will and according to, you know, what, the same kinds of things that, that Jesus would ask for, yeah. you know, those prayers get answered, you know, and we, we can read James and, and all that. But, you know, it's like um, one thing I was just thinking is for the Christian, uh, you know, th- there's so many Christians that are being persecuted and, um, you know, uh, around the world and or in, in you know, various levels of, of suffering. And we're called to, um, you know, weep with those who weep and rejoice with us rejoice. But, you know, it's like, I was trying to think about that today, and I was like, well, the ones who are giving their lives and suffering for the Lord, we're, we're to count that as a joy, you know, if, if we're suffering for righteousness' sake, yeah, right? J- James says, count it as all joy when you suffer various trials and tribulations. And right. I was just, as you were speaking, I was thinking, you know, Jesus was not intimidated by the rich. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he wasn't discouraged by being poor. He said, foxes have holes and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. I don't believe Jesus was a rich man. I don't believe he had a penny to his name. You know, he he went into his ministry, you know, as as a, I believe, as, as a poor man. He didn't have anything, didn't have a house, didn't have a, 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 a business. Uh, he could have had a trade. His, his Joseph was a carpenter. He could have known how to, you know. He could have known the trade of, of carpentry, but I don't believe Jesus had was rich. But he dealt with the rich and the poor in the same way. He didn't condemn the rich for having money, and he didn't bless the poor because they were poor. He was uh, uh, impressed by faith. He was impressed when people believed. You know, the Roman centurion, he was impressed with his belief. He said, I haven't seen this kind of faith anywhere in Israel. You know, so it was believing, it was faith, it was trust that impressed Jesus. And he does, that Jesus doesn't have anything against uh, being rich. And he doesn't encourage people to be poor either. He encourages people to believe. 
you know, when he told them, when he told the, the, the when he told the apostles what to do, he said, "Go and make disciples, bring more followers into the way, bring more followers into my kingdom, tell people to follow me, and and to get rid of whatever's keeping them from following me." You know, the the the, the, the rich young ruler, he told him, "You're doing everything right. Just do one more thing: sell all your 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 wealth and come and follow me." You know, so. I don't think Jesus has anything against people because Jesus knows. The, the Lord knows there's always going to be rich people and there's always going to be poor people and there's always going to be poor people trying to get rich and rich people trying to get richer. But don't let that stop you from loving and serving God. Right. Don't let anything get in the way of loving and serving God. Right. Whatever situation you find yourself in, rejoice if you're saved. Rejoice if you know Jesus. And Amen. he will yeah. do it. Amen. He's got, he's got, you know, the whole world in his hands. But, you know, he, he, anything we have, we've received from the Lord. So it's all his. It's just it's giving him that in, in, a, in a loving way and dedicating and saying, not my will. I'm not going to build my kingdom here on earth. Right. I'm going to use the resources you gave me in the way that you want them to be used, you know, through prayer and, and seeking. And the, the other thing is just, um, you know, three little uh, scriptures came to mind while you were talking. For our sake, he became poor and of no reputation. Right. Right. I mean, you know, and and suffered, you know, a death, even death on the cross, and he became a curse for us, so that the curse of death may be removed, and that we may be the righteousness of God in Christ. And um, you know, later, um, you know, uh, Paul's telling Timothy that, you know, instruct the rich in this age. Um, you know, to not to trust in uncertain riches, but to lay up for themselves treasure uh, for the day to come. You know what I mean? And yep. so to be rich in good works. And uh, with what you're saying on faith, I mean, obviously we know without faith it's impossible to please God. So we know that faith does please God. And and when we're rich in, in our faith and we're we're generous mm -hmm. with with all that God has given us, especially, you know, spiritual blessings, and we're, we're, we desire to build the kingdom, um, we're blessed in um, eternal ways. And, you know, so that's the encouragement. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brock. God bless you, my friend. God bless. And, you know, the Bible tells us that, I forget if it was Paul or it was Peter, who, while he was ending his letter, was saying, I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. You know, we can never put material wealth before our spiritual health. We need to be healthy spiritually. We need to be seeking the Lord and loving the Lord and worshiping the Lord. And, you know, the Bible tells us that if you put the Lord first, seek ye the kingdom of God first, and he will add all these things unto you. God has nothing against being rich. God has nothing against prospering you. God, it says in the Bible that he delights to prosper his children. God delights in prospering you. He wants to prosper you. But are you in a place where God can prosper you? Are you in a healthy place with your, with your, with your situation with God, with your relationship with God? Are you seeking him on a daily basis? Are you reading? Are you praying? Are you going to church? Now, these things, they, not, they don't particularly save you, but they enrich your, 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 your relationship with Jesus Christ. You're not saved because you pray. You're not saved because you read. You're not saved because you go to church. But if you are saved, you're going to pray. If you are saved, 
You're going to read. If you are saved, you're going to be in church. So I would that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. This is something that we should all strive for, look for, and need in our lives. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. I'm just Eric. Oh, Eric. How you doing, Eric? Sorry about that. Hi, how are you? These demonic voices are harassing me again. They're saying these demons will anger you and depress you. Can they do that? No, they can't, Eric. They cannot anger you They're and they can't no they can't they can't there's nothing for them there's no reason for them to scare you because you are more powerful than they are because the god who lives in you has control over them eric greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world eric you know uh, if you're hearing demonic voices when you hear them put on worship music and let okay. the worship music fill your heart and fill your mind stop okay. you know, these are things that you can do to to get rid of the demon voices that you hear. Read scripture. Read the Bible. Listen to podcasts. Uh, you know, go on kkla.com, and there are podcasts of this program. There are podcasts of Greg Laurie, of, of John MacArthur, of so many, uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Steve Wilburn, there are podcasts where you can listen to preaching. You can people listen to men preaching the word of God. Uh, so go to the kkla.com and go to the podcast page and let your mind be filled with the word of God. Let your mind be filled with the things of God. Philippians uh, Philippians 4.8. Yeah, I just want to turn to it uh, quickly. Uh, Philippians, Philippians, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse tells us, uh, to finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Now listen to this, Eric. If you dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. If you fill your mind with God's word, if you fill your mind with God's praise and worship, then he will fill your mind. He'll give you his peace, and he will keep your mind clear of the enemy's attacks. Okay, Eric? Okay, thank you, God. God bless you, my brother. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're winding down the program, and I haven't even told you or reminded you about what we do on Friday nights. I just want to encourage you, if you're in the Pasadena, Arcadia area, and even if you're not, I encourage you to come out on Friday nights. We are getting together every Friday night for prayer and for worship and the study of God's Word. We're having service on Friday nights at 8 p.m. I encourage you, come out to L.A. Gypsy Church and worship with us. Come out on a Friday night. Yeah, I know it's Friday night. I know there's other things you can do. But man, getting in the presence of God, worshiping the, the a mighty and holy God and getting into his word. We had such a great time last night in prayer, in worship, and in fellowship around the word of God. I encourage you, come on out and be a part of what's going on. Uh, it's uh, every Friday night at 8 p.m. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. 
That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's very easy to get to. Just get onto the 210 freeway and get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north one block, turn right, go one more block to 1st Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia, 8 p.m. Friday nights. Also, uh, we have service in the morning, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. at the same address. Uh, it's the Hills Church, Pastor Walter Hofflin. If you're looking for a church to visit or a church to make your home, come on out to the Hills Church, 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Also, please, please keep us in prayer. Keep this program in prayer that the Lord would use it for for, for blessing his people and that there would be healings and that there would be salvation and the Lord would use this hour. Pray for us and also pray about supporting us. We need your help. We need your help to pay the bills here at KKLA and stay on the radio. We want to be here every Saturday night with you. So if you can, write a check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and would you please send it to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Again, I say we really could use your help. Anything you send in, bigger, a big donation, small donation, it's appreciated. And we use it directly to keep us here on KKLA. So if you can, make a check of money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. And you'll get the address again just before we go off the air. So, hope, you'll see, hope, hope to see you on Friday nights. And hope to be back here, God willing. Next Saturday night at midnight, Gentleman make us to Vindelesa. God bless you and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.